Hey, ladies, ladies, and gentlemen, dailies. Do you want to save money, have fun, and be satisfied? Well, Adam and Eve and iRewatch iCarly are here for you. Get 50% off a new toy, lube, or almost anything else you desire. Simply use IRIC at checkout to claim your discount. You'll also get three bonus items and six movies for free on top of free shipping. What? It doesn't matter what you choose, all will be packaged and sent to you discreetly. This is an exclusive offer specific to the I Rewatch iCarly podcast, so be sure to support us by using code IRIC at checkout when you shop at adamandeve.com. Have fun and you're welcome. You probably already know this, but three out of four Americans are dehydrated. That's 75% of us. Dehydration can cause fatigue, brain fog, wrinkles, and a whole slew of other things. I hate butt chugging water and running to the bathroom every five minutes, and I'm so happy that there's an easier way to hydrate. Liquid IV uses breakthrough science of cellular transport technology to deliver hydration to the bloodstream faster and more efficiently than water alone. Just add the non-GMO electrolyte powder to your water and let CTT do the rest. And even better, our listeners get 25% off plus free shipping when using code iRewatchiCarly or the link in our episode description. Stay sexy and hydrated. What's up? I'm Natalie. And I'm Cersei. And this is I Rewatch iCarly. Every other week, we crack open some drinks, rewatch iCarly, discuss the hell out of it, and choose a stellar fan to be the pod babe of the week at the end of each episode. It's pretty tight. So be sure to stay tuned. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, Poppet. <laughs> Hello, Poppet. Welcome back to another episode of I Rewatch iCarly. Sorry for those audio issues last time, everybody. Uh, we are trying our best. and We're trying our best, just plugging stuff in and hoping for the best. Yeah, just hoping for the best. You know, it's not our fault that things get unplugged when they shouldn't be getting unplugged. And, you know, things are loose in the holes that they fall out. You shouldn't say that, that things are loose in the holes. Things are loose in the holes. That's a bad look for us. We got to say things are tight in the holes. Things are very tight. Sometimes they get loose, though, and, and it happens. And it happens to the best of us, but they're tight again. So hopefully no more looseness this episode. Our microphone's got that Gorilla Grip mm-hmm. input source. <laughs> <laughs> gorilla Grip tech coochie. <laughs> <laughs> They were not on Dorks Gone Wild. No. <laughs> no. They've never been ran through. Mm-mm. They're virgins, angels. I'm sorry for the, like, ASMR mukbang sound effects, mukbang. I just got a huge hankering for fucking goldfish. You gotta do what you gotta do. I'm gonna stop, I promise. This is my last one. I was gonna say, take your time. We don't have a podcast. Okay, two more and then I'm done. Just enjoy the mukbang. <laughs> um, it's so delicious. goldfish <laughs> um if you know you know i did get my wallet stolen again Woo-hoo. a month after i got it stolen the first time so amazing and also the funny part about this one is i got my since i got my wallet stolen before i don't have a driver's license or an id mm-hmm. so i go out with my passport and they stole my passport that's good. my only other form of identification which would allow me to replace my now expired driver's license correct so i had a breakdown 
Yes. And then the thief so caringly oh. returned my passport to me. Oh, nice. And I said, where the fuck is my wallet? And the dude was like, I don't know, dude. I found this over there. Mm. But everyone in the bar is talking about girl crying because her passport got stolen. And I couldn't recognize you because I, I did get that photo junior year of high school. He was like, but you, you look like you're crying. This is you. I was like, yes, it is me. Yeah, I am the one who has been in tears. Correct. Was I? Was I? You got to start like taping them to yourself. Like literally, just like tape your cards like to your boobs. Dude, I'm not leaving my house like ever again. Ever yeah. again. I'm done. A, a lot of TikTokers who visit like LA always say their phone or their wallet or everything gets stolen, and it's just so crazy. Anyway, now now we're just rambling. What is this podcast about? What are we supposed to be talking about? Um, honestly, I don't know. Really, I think it's just us begging for money and talking shit about our lives. Um, I don't really think that we talk about anything else. So yeah. So if there was ever a time to um Venmo me, <laughs> not Natalie, me. Um, yeah. I'm the one suffering once again. I um, will. I will uh, forward all Venmos that come to me to you. <laughs> yeah, I really. If you don't send me that three dollars that someone sends you, <laughs> friendship over. over. Podcast can keep going, but in complete disdain. Yes, we actually record our parts separately, and then we just put them together. Like we don't even zoom anymore. Nothing like, makes sense. It's yeah. just like butchered, and then we're just like, ha ha. Uh, <laughs> just a random nice one, Natalie. That was a good joke here and there. You would never say that. So that would completely <laughs> tell people off that this is fake. <laughs> Natalie, I think you're so funny. I laugh at the things you say. Mm, you just want my Venmos that I'm sending you. That's that's the only reason why you're saying that. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is titled I Go Nuclear. It's season two, episode 15, released April yes, 22nd. Man. 2009. Oh my god, Whoa. angel numbers. Angels. It was directed by David Kendall, who also did I Rue the Day. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. I Hatch Chicks. Meh. Mm-hmm. I Might Switch Schools. Dramatic. Mm-hmm. I O U. Also dramatic. And dramatic. I Look Alike. Can't remember my opinion on that one. Uh, Not great. Not great? Yeah. All right. It was written by George Duck. George, George Dot the, the Fourth. And Andrew <laughs> Hill Newman. Yeah. George Dottie the fourth. <laughs> you will remember from I Give Away a Car. And I Give Away a Vehicle. <laughs> I Give Away a Horse and Buggy. Uh, and Andrew Hill Newman. We've heard this name. Yeah, I got detention. I stick out. I want a date. I saw him first. I go to Japan. Mm-hmm. I pie. Mm-hmm. I rock mm-hmm. the boat. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of stuff. He's doing a lot. This episode of iCarly is a cautionary tale Ooh. warning the dangers of befriending randos in your building's laundry room. No matter how hot they are, don't do don't it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Every Everybody take notes. Do not do if it. If someone in your laundry room is willingly speaking to you, they're a freak of nature and you should run. Run. Clink, baby. We're we're back. We're, we're we back and we're better than ever. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen you in so long. I know. It's been 10 years. It's, it's been, been 84 years. years. <laughs> we haven't seen each other since we were young and hot. And now our nipples are pointing to the floor. And our butts are so saggy we can't even wear leggings. No leggings. Natalie, I missed you. I missed you. I miss you, baby. <laughs> All right. 
All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's focus. Um, That's actually like an ableist statement because I have ADHD <laughs> and I can't focus. I'm so. allowed to be ableist towards you with ADHD because I also have ADHD, so it's not ableist. It cancels out. <laughs> no, you have internalized ableism. <laughs> you should check your internalized ableism. You should check your internalized ableism at the door, at the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That means like you should you should bring it with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm bringing it with me. We are in a science class. Sam and Gibby are yelling at each other while they're walking into this science class. And Carly reveals that Sam tried to give Gibby a wedgie, but she ripped his undies <laughs> straight out of his pants and holds up Gibbs' tidy whities Like fucking violating. Come violating on. like they are like shredded well like who actually gives wedgies <laughs> who gives wedgies so wedgie? hard that, that she ripped his tidy whities from like like his butt crack like it went up his butt crack and broke like yeah ew. like his butt crack is literally bleeding right now oh my god gibby has anal fissures <laughs> he has a hemorrhage right now <laughs> gibby's asshole's hemorrhaging i need a medic stat. alert 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 well, the science teacher strolls into class and announces it's green week. Woo, woo, woo. Woo. But you know what that means? Blaze it. <laughs> 420. Yeah. But no one is interested in anything that he has to say. They all hate saving the earth. He forces Carly to sing the Reduce, Reuse, Recycle jingle. She obliges. She gets up and sings. Oblige. Reduce. 15-point word. Reuse. Recycle. All right. Natalie, how on earth are you going to introduce this teacher without explaining how absolutely fucking swagged out this guy is? He's smoking weed. That is for sure. Yeah. That man he is was like, high. he's green weed. Hey, Yo, you know what that means. Smoke the devil's lettuce, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely old enough to be calling it the devil's lettuce, too. The ganja. <laughs> Pot. You know how old people are always calling it pot, and you can always yeah. tell that it, like a movie is like really dated when young people are saying the word pot. No one yeah. calls it pot. No, no one, one calls, calls it pot. pot. Someone no. tell the boomers. It hasn't been called pot in like decades. Forever. Anyway, first off, this man is balding, already obsessed. Ooh. He's got these like balding wisps at the top, <laughs> and then like super long hair going down his back. So it's sort of like a George Costanza mullet. He's I got was these, honestly like, going to say he kind of looks like Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> like he's about to discover electricity Ooh. walking into the classroom. <laughs> he's like, have you guys ever thought about setting your clocks back an hour? Ooh. Literally no, Benjamin. Why on earth would you do that? You so fucked rude. up society. Um, <laughs> I actually hate Benjamin. This was a Benjamin Franklin hate account. <laughs> fuck him i rewatch i carly more like i fucking hate benjamin franklin period he's got these small wireframe glasses and a mm -hmm. thick handlebar mustache and is wearing like this flannel vest with like a shirt underneath it but like the vest is literally like made out of like drug rug material yeah and like has that pattern on it yeah. and it's like absolutely fucking right on my dude so sick swaggy swag super swag i love it well let's 
discuss who the teacher is played by. The teacher, a.k.a. Mr. Henning, is played by none other than the three-name villain himself, Andrew Hill Newman. Never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I would like to retreat. I would like to run backwards. I would like to take away my props. I would like to retract my statements. And uh, call the authorities, frankly. Benjamin Frankly, if you would. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a good joke, Natalie. I, I got the zingers. I'm, I'm juggling. I'm, I'm bouncing back and forth. She's coming up with my title. She's coming up with my title. So while the teacher, who is indubitably swagged out, you hate yes. to see it, is yes. explaining how important environmentalism is, Sam is like, uh, can I be excused? He's like, why did you fart? <laughs> did you shart yourself? <laughs> That's from um the house bunny. One of the like oh yeah. One of the like little skinny hot girls is trying to like wiggle by, and she goes, "Excuse me." And then the big like <laughs> troll girl goes, "Why did you fart?" <laughs> Funniest piece of fucking dialogue ever. But uh, he's like, "Why do you got to go to the bathroom or something?" And she's like, "No, I just hate this." Sam Puckett, personally responsible for global warming and killing yeah. the environment and all of the coral reefs that are now dead yeah um, honestly she's elon musk at this point li- sam puckett is elon musk yeah <laughs> she's she has her own personal rocket sending it off into space yeah she's, she's kylie like, jenner and travis scott where they both have their own jets like she's all of them she's kim kardashian using like a million times more water than like you're supposed to yes uh, every single person who ruins the earth she is all of them in one she's hitler she is baby hitler she's baby She's baby Hitler. She is baby Hitler. Baby Hitler has been under our nose this whole time. <laughs> this whole just time. Just like Hitler's little mustache. <laughs> well, Andy H., he tells the kids about their Green Week project. And then when Gibby tries to ask if he can change the light bulbs for his project, Andy gets very irritated and he forces Gibby to stand in the corner. <laughs> Gibby just goes, Ah, mustard, as he walks into the corner in shame. And I was just like, why is even this swagged out hippy dippy teacher man bagging on the Gibster? It's Gibby phobia. Because he was mean the way he did it. Yes. Gibby was just like, hey, can I use those like cool light bulbs that like save the environment? And he was like, oh, you fat fucking piece of shit. I was standing in the corner and Gibby was like, ah, mustard. Let me go. I was like, okay. Justice for Gibby. Justice for Gibby. It's crazy. The Gibby phobia is rampant in this fucking show, and I hate it. And also, why did he just make him stand in the corner? Like it's, it, it was, was so the weirdest thing. It was, as like he's he's just in like timeout, like they're little kindergartners, and he's like, go sit in the corner and turn around, look at Think the about wall. Your actions. Think about what you just asked me to save the environment during Green Week. Fuck you. Fuck you. We all know this week's <laughs> about smoking pot. <laughs> Well, Sam asks if she can just not flush the toilet for a week. Innovative. I mean, I do that anyway, baby. <laughs> yeah. It's called clogging the toilet, Sam. <laughs> but <laughs> Andy said that she is behind the curve because he got rid of his toilet two years ago. And then asked the class why. And Fred chimes in like the little bitch fucking teacher's pet that he is. And says, because who needs a toilet when you have a backyard and a shovel? And then Andy goes up to Fred, says, good, Freddy. Good, Freddy. And is just rubbing his head like a dog. It was very erotic in my professional opinion. Good, Freddy. I was uncomfortable. It was 
so uncomfortable. Like, teachers aren't supposed to touch you, first of all. Even if they were allowed to touch you, hypothetically, why is he patting him on the head like that? No. And also, why is he saying, good Freddy? Like, it, it just, it, I hate it. Especially knowing that it's Andy, too, who's doing it. It yeah. makes it even worse. Oh, it makes like it so much worse. Like, a full-blown predator. Uh, Andy then tells the class about a root and berries trip that they could take instead where he chooses a few special kids to go on a magical trip deep into the forest with him. Wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo, wee woo. And I quote, a magical trip deep into the forest with him. He's going to drug him. He is going to do a lot of things to them, and nobody should go on that trip. That trip should not be allowed. I, he needs to be put in jail. For Natalie's notes for this, she just put 911. <laughs> I like, did. As I if, put like, she was calling 911 on the teacher, and I saw that, and I rewatched <laughs> the scene five times trying to find the 911 reference, and it took me so long to realize that you were just calling him a pedophile. Yes. I was yes. like, where's the – where? If what? it was 9-11, I would have put 9-11 because it's a date. Listen, I never claim to have brain cells. <laughs> I'm just You're here. really bad at reading numbers, so it makes sense. You just saw 9-11 and you were like, oh, yeah, that must be and a date. That can't be a number. Yeah. <laughs> what does 911 have to do with anything? Like, I have on. no idea. Gibbs' sexy MILF mom interrupts the class and shows the new undies that she brought Gibb. Gib goes and collects the undies and gives his mom, who's a MILF, a big old <laughs> hug, and she walks out. This was literally so cute. It this was, was not just a hug. She like it was the cutest pinched thing. his little cheek and gave him a yes. little kiss, and Gibby was like smiling and beaming at I her know. with so much love. He I loves his like, mother. He loves her. This is just like me and my three-legged cat. Like, it's literally <laughs> us. I was like, I oh my I wish I had this relationship with my mom. Oh, I thought you were going to say with your cats. I was like, damn, your cats fucking hate you. Oh, no. I absolutely have that relationship with my cats. My cats and my children. This is also me and my mom. I love my mom and my mom loves me. I was going to say, I'm screaming in mommy issues right now. Watching that scene, I was like, I need to fast forward. I didn't want to talk about it too much. I was like, I got to keep going. (laughs) I'm going to kill myself. I'll be your mom. I'll be your mommy. Ooh. You'll be my Gibbs milf. (laughs) I'll bring you some new panties because a school bully ripped yours. Don't say that word. (laughs) (laughs) Not the panties. Panties. Gibbs Milf is played by Dina Dill. Gibbs Milf. Gibbs Milf. It's his Milf. Of course. Of course. Gibb has a Milf too. Like what? Oh, of course. How could they hate him? How could they hate him? The pink shirts and shorts looking fresh as fuck being a gentleman loving himself even though loving everybody himself. thinks he's weird he has and not an evil milf mom a nice no. milf mom yes yes an angel milf mother and like even if they hated him though like how fred and fucking spencer nut over milfs all the time they bond over this all the time and and you guys are still mean to gibby gibby has a milf and he's your best friend he in his eyes stop that was really sad (laughs) but but like and and you're just gonna be mean to him fumbling the bag they're fumbling the milf bag yes yes they are anyway so gibbs milf is played by dina dill which all right great name she has played the love interest in over two dozen country music videos 
<laughs> so random. It was oh in her my IMDb. God. Yeah, so she's like a music video vixen here. An MVV, if you will. Ooh, if you would. <laughs> she also has over 60 actress credits, and she has a lot of one-episode appearances. She plays Claire in Scandal. She also played Gil Carter in the TV movie Conrad and Michelle If Words Could Kill. Which had Bella Thorne in it. Um, I didn't know that they had a TV movie of this true crime case. I only know like the new Hulu uh, TV special that they have, the series. For those of you who don't know, this is the true crime case uh, that happened a few years ago uh, about the girlfriend who told her boyfriend to kill himself. And then he did. And she was charged with his death. Oh, my God. The Hulu show is pretty good. What happened to Bella Thorne? Isn't it crazy how her and Zendaya started on that same fucking show? And Zendaya's like an A-list actress and Bella Thorne's Bella like Thorne's a- Bella Thorne. <laughs> yeah. Bella Thorne is, is in crazy. vlogs with Tana Mojo. Yeah, they dated. They they were in a throuple. Like not only are is she in vlogs with them. I don't believe like, I don't believe anything that Tana says. They say I mean, they were fair. dating, like were they? I don't know. Apparently that's what Bella Thorne's doing is this TV series special, TV movie special. Anyway, back to iCarly. But Gib then starts to take his pants off. In the middle of the class to change into his fresh undies that his MILF brought him. When everybody yells at him, they're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Stop, stop, stop. And he goes, okay, prudes. And then storms out of the classroom. You tell him, Gib. You tell him. You know him. what? Gib was ready to show everyone what he's got going on down there. He said, dicks out. For the science class. Dicks out for the science class. I know it's big. I know he was ready to show everyone. What do you think of my equipment? (laughs) And that's a callback to episode one, baby. Fred would never. Fred would never want to show people his equipment. Fred could never. Mm -mm. He's got a little shrimp. He's not taking his pants off in front of anybody. Uh -uh. Even his mother. Gib said, what about it? What about it? You guys would be lucky to see this. We are at the Shea apartment, and we are Mm. not pedophiles. We are joking. Joking. Carly's watching a splash face video that's teaching her how to compost. Compost. She goes, what's more fun than worms and rotten food? (laughs) Environmental collapse, Carly. Jesus Christ, do your part. Don't complain. (laughs) Don't be sarcastic. Just do it. This is a serious matter. The earth is going to die. The lady in the video explains that the worms will poop out the food scraps they Mm -hmm. eat to create viable compost. And Carly goes, poop, don't you mean composter? (laughs) And she like laughs and smiles to herself. Like, so proud of this little joke that she made to no one but herself. Yes. This was simultaneously one of the most annoying things I've ever seen. <laughs> and also exactly how I behave when I'm alone. <laughs> so Just goofs and gaffs to myself in my YouTube yeah. videos. And then, like, like feel smug about it. Like, oh, that was so funny. Like, good damn, for you. That was a good one. I'm going I'm to have to somehow bring the situation back when other people are here. So that way I can make this joke again. I don't even I don't even think that. I'm just like, good for you, girl. Mm-hmm. Good for you. She tries to pick up a worm to inspect its health, but freaks out and throws it in the air. Like she just don't care. She <laughs> looks up and the worm goes, Aw. The, <laughs> the worm goes. goes. The worm is speaking. <laughs> the worm's like, why'd you throw me? <laughs> worms, worms can speak in the iCarly verse. <laughs> hey, why'd you do that, Carly? Oh no, I'm stuck to the ceiling. <laughs> she looks up at the worm and goes, Aw, 
you stuck to the ceiling? The worm, in fact, did not speak. <laughs> okay, this, like, pissed me off because I was like, who is this overacted performance for? Like, she's literally alone looking at the ceiling like, Aww, you, you stuck, stuck to the, to the ceiling. ceiling. Like, when I do it, when I'm home alone, it's okay, but not when she does it, and I won't explain that any further. <laughs> also, animal abuse, question mark. Like, okay, mark. worms are not animals. I'm pretty sure they're cephalopods. They're still living, living, they're still living beings, if I can get that out. <laughs> they're lit. They're, they're li- living. They're, I'm, I'm so livid, I can't even get out what I'm trying to say. You're a livid being. I am a livid being, but I'm <laughs> But this is cephalopod abuse. I did not Google to make sure that, uh that was the kingdom that worms are so i either look really smart or really stupid right now uh the choice is yours we've already learned that i know nothing about kingdoms or anything (laughs) so you will never be royalty (laughs) leave it to me also not to be epic boomer mode but kids these days what back in my day back in my day uh did you ever play with worms like Me and my friends used to dig up worms and put them in red solo cups and then run them up and down the block in a wagon. And we called it the worm hospital. <laughs> and like none of the worms were sick. We 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 had worm munchausen. <laughs> we just ran a little fake worm hospital. worms so confused. Yeah. Like like we the like Freddy. learned how to like find them in the dirt. Like, oh, you shake it, make them think there's an earthquake and they all uh-huh. come up like Life was great back then. Life was so simple. As soon as she was like, she picked up the worm, she was like, ew, and she like flung it. I was like, oh, shut Mm-mm. the fuck up. You shut dumb the fuck bitch. up. You dumb bitch. Back like, in my day, that was a friend. Like, yeah. Worms are worm friends, friend. not foes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, just shut up. Like, I, uh, it, uh, I'm such a misogynist. Ah, what I was about to say. Ew. Like, I can't, I, I can't with girls who were like, oh, oh my God, that's so disgusting. Ah. For a little worm Ugh. that is like completely helpless and if she just dropped it back in the dirt, it would have been fine. Also, she really didn't have to even pick it up, to be honest. No. Like she could have just like scooped it and scooped it into a compost. Like if she really didn't want to touch it, you can buy the worms in a little package and then just like bonk them into your little compost. You don't even have to touch them. Okay, we are not, condoning the bonking of worms they're very (laughs) fragile and i would not do that bonk but she didn't she didn't need to pick him up so i don't know it just like as soon as she was like this whole thing was pointless why are they even writing a show like these people aren't real like what's the point of any of this andy fuck you you're already in jail fiction is a waste of time none of this is true literally they're lying to us i'm tired carly shay isn't even real not even her name's miranda cosgrove and she never had a show called iCarly. okay well she kind of had a show called iCarly, but it was like a tv show not like a web show like they're telling us Mm -hmm. lies wake up sheeple wake up sheeple movies and tv shows are fake up they made it up fred comes in showing her his equipment which is a super <laughs> high-tech comp shitter. Also compuser. Also comp excrementer. A <laughs> Miss Compy shorts herself. <laughs> hey, that's my composter. Not his. It's like this really highfalutin, like, glass vivarium-esque thing revealing that his project is also composting. Right. Carly shizzles, or shreks, if you will, in her little pantizzles. Or pantrex, if you will. And is like composting 
composting? You're doing composting too? No. The inflection of the way she actually delivers this and not me delivering it like three million days later and forgetting how she said it. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same inflection of when Dwight's like downsizing, downsizing. I'm not afraid of downsizing. So I guess it was more like composting, composting. You're doing composting too. Mm -hmm. She was like legitimately shrekking herself. She was like, how dare you? Composting is my thing. How dare you do the same project that you had no idea that I was doing? That is one of the easier Green Week projects to do. You know what like really pisses me off about like TV projects is that they are never actually experiments. They're demonstrations. And like when I was in school, we would have eons long discussions about you have to do an experiment. You can't do a demonstration. You have to be measuring something. We went over this with, um, what was it? Was it I Hatch Chicks? Yes, exactly. And they've done it again. They're misleading the American youth. They have done it again. Didn't Andy do I Hatch Chicks? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker has never done a real experiment in his life. He couldn't be a scientist. Wait, no, no. David Kendall. David Kendall. The one who directed it. I was like, hang mm-hmm. on. One of these boys here. One of these boys. One of these boys did this to us. Freddie is so proud of his project. Mm-hmm. He beams. I imported my worms from Portugal. You've heard of Portugal the man? We'll get ready for <laughs> Portugal the worm. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> Uh, Freddie nods to her project on the table and goes, what's that? And she goes, nothing. My lunch. Carly Shea eats worms. Check. Also, remember that movie, How to Eat Fried Worms? Like, what the little legitimate fuck is that? That's Carly when she eats the worms. Yum. I love worms. That's why she had to throw it, because if she didn't throw it, she would have digested it. She would have been like, um, nom, nom, Can't help myself. I asked you a question. Do you remember that movie? I don't think I do. What? I don't think I do. How to Eat Fried Worms. It's a whole movie about kids eating worms in different ways for dares. A 2006 film. Should have been left in 2006. Why is it in my mind right now? I, I don't know. Haunting. This cast, I have. I don't know anybody in this cast. Yeah, they're children who went nowhere because their first big movie was about eating fucking worms. Yeah. Spencer sprints in holding a tomato plant that's fruiting and screams, Hey, you guys, check out my tomato plant. I grew from just one seed all by myself. As a gardener, normal amount of excitement for a plant yeah. that is fruited. Yeah, uh, sick as fuck, and I'm proud of you, Spence. I'm very proud of him. But also, how long has he had this tomato plant for? Because it seems like matured. It has to be at least like four or five months, if right. not six or seven. Maybe he just got excited because it finally has tomatoes on it now. He was yeah. like hiding it. Also, he might not have planted it from seed. He could have bought a tomato plant and been waiting for it to fruit. I mean, he said from just one seed. Oh, yeah. I just said that. Yeah, you I grew did. It, from it came out of your mouth. seed all by myself. And, I, and, I, then, and then you were I'll like, you honest. know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spread lies. And that, <laughs> that shows exactly what this podcast is. If that interaction does not summarize this whole podcast, I don't know what does. I just I black like I black out when I talk like I don't yeah. even know what I'm saying so it's, don't believe me. One day I'm gonna be in court and this is gonna be used against me. <laughs> like the the defense is gonna be like, you were on your honor this. <laughs> your honor, can we trust someone who says I black out when I talk? Don't trust me. 
And then it's going to play the part about me predicting that I'm a witness and they're going to be like, witch, burn her. How could she know that? I mean, they would have already been like, burn her at the stick the moment they found out that (laughs) we have. Burn me at the stick. I'm so skinny. I fit on a stick. Is that a what you're saying? Twig. Yeah, a little tiny twig. A little oh, she thinks stick. I'm skinny. <laughs> Just like a little, like three inch tall Jesus, like yeah. crucified on a stick. <laughs> they didn't cru- Yossified Jesus. <laughs> Yossified crucifixion. <laughs> Uh, I was just trying to say that they're gonna they're gonna burn you at the at the twig as soon as they find out you have an Ivory Watch Eye Carly podcast. <gasps> oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like she's definitely a witch. Also, like I'm a woman and I'm gay, so that that's enough. I'm oppressed. <laughs> I'm oppressed. Um, Spencer asks what Freddie's big old contraption is, and Carly <laughs> clearly a salty dog goes it's the greatest composter in the history of the world and freddie instantly realizes were you gonna compost too after carly says yeah freddie apologizes for showing her up so much because his project is so obviously superior he needed to say sorry for being better than you I'm not sorry, though. Yeah, like, sorry, like, I got this big-ass cool thing, and, like, (laughs) your project's like a box on your table. (laughs) Okay, this part damn pissed me off, because, like, (laughs) there's there's nothing wrong with Carly's project. Like, composting is supposed to be, like, for the environment, to have a neutral carbon footprint. Meanwhile, this doo-doo head is importing worms from fucking Portugal, like yeah. increasing his carbon p- footprint. Like he didn't even build it himself. No. It's made out of non-biodegradable materials. Yeah. Also, it's like electric. It has like lights and shit. Uh, and it has like little sound effects and stuff. So it's like actively using electricity. Yeah. And like the whole point of compost is supposed to be like dirt in your yard. Like, yeah. literally just supposed to be able to throw it back there. And it's giving very much, like, the iconic freckle line from the gay and wondrous life of Caleb Gallo. Sometimes things that are more expensive are worse. Ooh. Like, what the hell? I, y- listen, I anything that I could have said to this, you have taken the words out of my mouth, to be honest, and put it in such an eloquent way that I would have never been able to speak. But I agree. Um... <laughs> It's Thank just you. he's he's doing way too much and it's literally yossified composting. Like it's like rich people trying to be like, I'm doing so much for the environment. Like I bought ten million dollars worth <laughs> worth of worms. <laughs> Instead of literally just like getting worms from like your local shop or like I don't know. It's it's just too much. It's giving too much. Like like influencer environmentalism yes. where they're yes. like throw like out away of touch with your Tupperware and buy these glass ones because it's better for the environment. And it's yeah. like no, you're you're throwing away perfectly right. good plastic, putting it in a landfill, and purchasing something More else things. that will become obsolete when it breaks. And while glasses can last longer than plastic. It's not more effective to like make like the carbon footprint of making glass is worse than plastic. And it's very rare that people are using recycled glass. So it's like it's fake, fake and gay, dare I say, 
It rhymes, so that makes it true. Dare I say, okay, Neville Papperman in the building. (laughs) (laughs) Bag alert, major Major bag bag alert. Beep. His electric composter goes off because it's time to massage the worms since it helps their digestion and self-confidence. I didn't even notice this until right now, but massaging a worm, ew. Also, something about Dan Schneider. Damn. Damn Damn Schneider. Schneider. (laughs) Something about Dan Schneider, like his show saying that like massages help self-esteem. There, I already thought there was a line of creepiness there, but now I'm thinking about the fact that, like, he was massaging worms, too. I just, I don't want to get into it, but, like, know that it's fucked up. And Andy was massaging Freddie's head earlier. Yeah. During the class. Yeah. Uh, there's already a lot of touching going off. on by adults to children in this episode. Oh, if you ask just me. Off. Um, I'm going to let Natalie read the notes she wrote for this scene. <laughs> so take it away, Ernie. <laughs> well... Carly asked Spencer's advice on what project she should do because she doesn't want to get R-worded by the teacher in the woods. Thank you so much. I did not want that coming out of my mouth. Spencer goes, hey, I still have that electric motor I brought from that redheaded insert slow that begins with an E that is for Inuit people. Lady. Okay. Also, this weirded me out. Just yeah. epic slur moment. Uh, epic, I, epic slur moment. Epic racist moment. Like, I, I hope I'm not stretching, but this was, like, instantly what I thought of when I heard this. First, I was like, mm, are indigenous people typically, like, redheaded? I feel like that's, like, a super niche hair color that's, like, literally, like, Irish like people. White, yeah. Like, su- like not even all white people. Like, like the northern, like, like very pale eye, like, you know, like those, yeah, yeah, yeah. those Caucasians that are frightening looking, you know? Yes. And um, I mean, like capital, like capital W white. Yeah. And like, I know that like humans are diverse and there are like, there are so many different combinations of like, you know, phenotypes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like any ethnicity can have any range of skin tones and features and hair colors. But then like trigger warning, I'm going to say a slur. Then my brain was like, oh, like red skinned is like. Mm-hmm actually a known slur for indigenous people as well and he said redheaded and i was like that like mimics the word like how the words like operate like redheaded red skinned yeah and i then i realized like that's like a i feel it's a really uncommon phraseology because i think calling someone a redhead or using ginger as an adjective like oh that ginger lady Mm-hmm. Oh, that redhead, period. You know, like, I thought, I think that's how people speak. I don't think people say that redheaded lady. That sounds very, like, like something in a TV show that someone wrote, you know, not, like, actual speech. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just, I felt like they initially made, like, a very, very racist statement where they said, like, that red-skinned Eastler, blah, blah, blah. And then they, like, sort of toned down how racist it is. Like, still a little racist, obviously, but not, like as like really hateful it sounded before yeah once again even if i'm reaching even if this is a stretch even if i'm just like trying to make something out of nothing the goddamn woke culture literally me i am woke culture (laughs) like this is still what we discussed last week where it's like oh the the punchline is that it was like a non-white person yeah like oh it was oh yeah that that indigenous lady (laughs) and it's like the joke is just like Right. Uh, different. Not a yeah. white. Yeah. No, like, Caucasian. I was going to say, 
I mean, what you said, like, it's definitely possible. I have no idea. I didn't think of that when I had heard it. I just thought to myself, I was like, there was really no need to say, like, redheaded Inuit, like, lady. Like, it, yeah. it was just like, they. he could have just said, hey, I still have that electric motor I bought from that lady. And that would have done the exact same thing than, like, adding in the other two words. Yeah. Like, there, yeah. there was no need for it. So it was it clearly was, just to make it a punchline. Punch yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there Which, was... There, it added nothing to yeah. the sentence. It was strictly to make it a punchline because they're different. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something to be aware of because I think that this still is like a thing like on TikTok and shit like that. Like people do shit. Oh, yeah. So we're kind of like heroes for pointing it out. Yeah. Um, if you want to call me an activist, like I will accept <laughs> that. I will accept that title. I think I'm doing the work. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of work. Spencer suggests that they should use this motor to build an electric scooter and then she can take that to school instead of the bus and then that mm-hmm. way the bus won't have to carry your weight and it'll burn less fuel. Mm-hmm. Carly's like, I don't weigh that much. He's like, I know, but every pound counts. Mm-mm. And Carly declares, you think I'm pudgy. Maybe I should leave the room before my skirt explodes. <laughs> I get that she's trying to say, like, my skirt explodes from, like, me being so big and fat, but it literally just sounds like she's about to have diarrhea everywhere. (laughs) Like, what? She's shorting herself. She gets one compost. She she gets one compost, and she's posted (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) Oh, my God. COVIDito. This is funny because she actually had COVID. It's just crazy how Spencer stays calling Carly fat. Like, it's so fucked up, all the fucking body shaming and the fucking body dysmorphia that Spencer gives her and that goes on in this entire fucking show. Like, it's so ridiculous and unnecessary. Yeah. It's just fucked up. Like, she is not fat. She's not, she's not even, she's so skinny. Dude, dude, I'm rewatching America's Next Top Model with my Oh my God. And I'm in shock at yeah. not only the quote-unquote plus-size models, but then, like, the normal models who, they, who like, specifically Janice Dickens, Dickinson? Can't remember. Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Whoever. Who they, like, call fat. Like, not it's even, crazy. like, oh, you know, you could tone up your model. You're giving me a photos. Maybe you should, like, you know, get a little muscular. Because yeah, I think muscle no. looks nice on ladies. Like, sh- nice yeah. shoulders on chicks. That's hot. No, it's, like... N- Skin and bones. Skinny girls. Skinny girls yeah. getting called fat. Yes. Not even like, hey, like, you know, tone it up. Your ass is saggy or something. Like, yeah. l- just fat. Like, fat. like, you're fat. Yeah, like fat derogatory. You're fat. You're fat. Parentheses derogatory. And it's like, also, like, the plus size girls are not plus size. They're not. They're No. They're literally normal girls with big boobs and a big butt, but they're still skinny. Yeah, like they're never fat. Like they're never actually representing fat women. It's like skinny women with some big assets, you know, yeah, like with like curves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's literally like fifteen. She is yeah. fifteen years yeah. old, and Spencer is her older brother. Being like, you know, like every pound counts. That is insane, insane. Yeah. Also, Fif- I was like, are you stupid? A child. Like, I I was gonna completely derail this conversation. And say 
are you dumb? Like everyone knows that public public transport public transportation is the most effective form of transportation. Like, yeah, when it comes to, like emissions, right. and then also, so you're gonna be one stupid and two fat, fat shame your little sister. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, and this isn't the first time. Yeah, no, it's not. Like he continuously does this, and he's in like a father role for her. Yeah, too. Like, like it's all okay it to hate up. your siblings when they're not your legal guardian. Yeah, so it's like double bad. <laughs> That's what you should take away from this. <laughs> <laughs> While they're fighting, the worm that was on the ceiling just falls on Spencer's head, mm-hmm. and he picks it up and goes, "A worm <laughs> fell on my head." Period. Chekhov is literally so proud. <laughs> so proud and he's like yes we saw worm in act one and it fell in act three and it hallelujah carly shay but also yeah. complete underreaction from him on a worm falling from the ceiling yeah when he has no idea where what it, if a worm was falling from my ceiling, why are there worms falling from the ceiling yeah i would be very concerned and the fact that carly just says nothing and just stands there she's like i don't know like, you could have a worm infestation you might be living in a worm hospital yeah, maybe. What are your neighbors doing? Collecting worms? What's going uh, perhaps. on? Perhaps. Also, once again, I Carly reflecting my life. Worms are all over my ceiling. <laughs> no, my ceiling's leaking again with water. Oh no. You got a different kind of ceiling worm. Water. Water's a worm. Uh-huh. <laughs> what like what is this podcast about? Like what are we saying? What I are we doing? We're so we're like approaching 30 and I just said the phrase water is a worm. How did we get here? <laughs> I how gone to my head, I have no idea. Anyway. <laughs> I have not a clue. You know what it's time for? <sighs> Some sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're back. We're at the school. We're in the hallway. Sam is at her locker, and when Fred shows up with his project, Sam is like, I don't know what it is, but you better hurry up and get it to the dork festival. Ooh. Savage. Sam then pulls beef stroganoff out of a microwave that she has in her locker, and Fred asks if she forgot about the Green Week project, but Sam insists she didn't forget. She just chose not to do it because she's a badass. Baller reasoning, Sam Puckett. I respect it. Also, I want a microwave in my locker. Yeah. Even though I don't cool. have a locker because I'm not in school. No, but if I was. If I was. I mean, I do have a mini fridge in my bedroom. Same energy. Same energy. Once again, I am Sam Puckett. <laughs> Sam, I am. I am Sam. Sam. I am. Also, here I did notice I was a little wrong before because there is in fact a solar panel, um, mm-hmm. on his little contraption. Mm-hmm. So it's not like draining electricity from the world. It's 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 harvesting reusable. Yeah, sunlight. I I want to say about this microwave. I am very jealous. However, it didn't even look like a microwave. Like it looked <laughs> like a blue mini fridge. There were there was no screen. It was just like she opened it and that was it. Or like an oven. Like it's it doesn't yeah. look like a microwave. No, there's no screen. That's weird. Yes. That's really weird. Yes. Another thing that pisses me off about Fred's project is that it's not full of scraps. It's full of like full pieces of vegetables. Like there's a full head of romaine in there and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's like he's not he's also wasting food. Like he's, he's not that's not what composting is. Yeah, it's supposed to be your scraps. You idiot. 
idiot. Global food, like global food waste accounts for so many bad things in the world. And he's just contributing to it while he's trying to compost. No, thank you. Canceled. Honestly, so fucking canceled. Piece of shit. Literally. Honestly, he's Elon Musk now. (laughs) How long does it take to defrost chicken? I don't know. Why? How do you not know that? I don't know. I mean, you could just put it in the microwave if you really need it that fast. Ugh, no. Changes the texture. Fred reminds her that since she isn't doing the project, she's going to have to go on the root and berries trip and get... But Sam isn't scared and goes, here's my worried look. Oh, no. Meh. Meh. She knows how to protect herself. She carries. She, Did you know I carry? Oh, she carries. She carries that butter sock. She carries these fists. Boom, boom. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> Only guns I need are right here. And they're <laughs> biological weapons. <laughs> Welcome to the gun show. <laughs> <laughs> I know we joke about guns, but honestly, get them off the streets. Get them off the streets. You heard it here first. <laughs> Again, you can call me an activist. <laughs> um, well, we we are on the street, uh, and Carly is riding her electric scooter at approximately <laughs> one mile per hour. Not even, honestly. Living on the edge. <laughs> when a child on a tricycle speeds around her and yells, Hey, move, lady! And she yells back at him that she's helping the environment. And he responds, saying, Stupid hippie! Keep in mind, he's a child. He's like a little child. child. A child. It wasn't even normal trike. It was a fucking big wheel. Yeah. All I have to say is this 15-second clip could describe American (laughs) politics better than any article written by the New York Times ever fucking could. Someone is trying to do something good. It's slightly minusculely, barely, vaguely, hardly even inconveniences someone else. Not even. And they decide to be like a hateful ass bitch for, oh, oh, you had to swerve. Oh, so she's dumb because you had to. It's inconveniencing her more than you, dude. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Also, you're a literal child. Like, where did you where did you learn stupid hippie? Like, your parents definitely taught you that. Boomer. Boomer ass parents. And that also shows American politics, where it's just white people learning from their parents Mm -hmm. and just regurgitating exactly what their parents say and do. Literally see me not believing in abortion until I was like 13 or 14. Because why the hell was nine year old me so pressed about fetuses? Because of my grandmother. Ooh. Sorry, Grandma. I hope you don't <laughs> listen to this. She'd probably pass out from one episode. Like, that would be it. Not she's even. like, she's almost going to turn 99 soon. And, like, this, my podcast that would, would take, take her, her out. out. Yeah. Like, she, she can never listen. Uh uh-uh. uh. Keep it away from her. <laughs> but while she's moving at her slow pace, she is also wearing a helmet. Yes. And something about the slowness in conjunction with the headgear is so fucking humiliating oh so you hate safety so you don't want people to protect their heads so you want her to have a head injury is that what you're saying like i'll never ride a motorcycle because wearing a helmet is humiliating (laughs) but then like it's very dangerous to not wear one winter so i just won't ride a motorcycle yeah i'm not gonna be dumb but I'm also not going to look dumb. So right. I do hate safety. Safety's fucking stupid. You look like a She's nerd. She's a safety hater. I am. She's on Dorks Gone Wild with her helmet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm simultaneously afraid of everything, but I'm also such a player hater in that I think that things that, like, protect you are, like, dumb. Yeah. Which is why I'm just, like, a shut-in because it's, like, I can't win. 
Well, I feel like we were raised to think that wearing helmets were dumb, that they look dumb. Yeah, yeah. And, like, now people are trying to bring it back in, being, like, safety, this and that. And I'm like, mm, I mean, it, it does still kind of look stupid. It's, like, emasculating. Like, yeah. there needs to be a word for emasculating that doesn't have to do with, like, masculinity. But, like, you yes. know, it's it's Femulating. Yeah, it takes <laughs> away my hot pussy aura. Yeah. My pussy isn't as moist as soon as I yeah. put a helmet on. Dude, the second I put a helmet on, it's like I don't even have a vagina anymore. It's literally it's just so shut. shut. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Clink. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just it's fucking grody. It's gross. It's disgusting. Like they need to bring back those movies where like chicks take the helmet off and like shake their <laughs> hair out. Like, you know what the thing is? Again, like I have such a weird looking head. I have a very pea sized head. It's mm-hmm. small, so it's like other girls were like hot doing stuff, and then I just look like a little pea sized head bitch, like dum dum. See, I have like the op. We're yin and yang because I have the opposite <laughs> problem. My head is large. <laughs> I got a I got a big ass football head. head football I got a football head. head. So it's like I put a helmet on, and it looks like it's like squeezing my brain. So was Nicki Minaj talking about you when she's like, I hit him in the DM, like, hey, big head. big head. Yep, that's me. Well, we pan to the sky and hear thunder and lightning and see the clouds turn to gray and two little grandmas speed walk around Carly while laughing at her. Carly just goes, (laughs) I can hear you laughing. I was like, whose grandmas are these and why are they such savages? Like, these are the grandmas on TikTok where you show them pictures of male celebrities and they're like, Ew, where are his lips? <laughs> his skin is awful. His face is very uneven. He looks like he doesn't shower. But the thing is, is that they're they're never wrong. Like, I mean, yeah, but you know, like, <laughs> kindness is important. Sometimes. All the time, Natalie. Okay. We are at Science Class. Class de Science. Glass de Science. I forgot. Oh, Corps de Science, I think. Core is how you say. It. I don't know. Fred is presenting his comp poopster to the science class, and he says it's produced enough fertilizer to fill four large garbage bags. And I ain't just talking trash. Oh, but um, get it? Like trash talk. Uh huh. Talking about trash. No, he's talking about shit. I was like, Freddie, if Sam doesn't punch you over this, I fucking will. <laughs> We pan out to the class who is as unamused and bored as Natalie is at my jokes before I go and edit her laughing to make it seem like she thinks I'm hilarious. Oh, I have to edit your laughing all the time, you bitch. Fuck you. I laugh at all your jokes. I laugh at all your jokes. No, you don't. Because you're too busy on that goddamn phone. You don't listen to the shit that I say. I'm I'm listening. I'm Fraser Crane, bitch. (laughs) Freddie's like, you don't like my project? And Mr. Swaggy Pants is like, I mean, it's fine. It's just not new or inventive or good. Freddie tries to impress him by telling him his worms are imported from Portugal. Whoa. Wrong move, Fredwardo. The teacher is appalled and asks if he knows how much jet fuel that produced. Sam informs him, burning jet fuel is very bad for the environment, Freddie. Gah! <laughs> And the teacher gives him a D minus. minus. 
I was like, not me literally predicting this. I wrote that tangent before I watched this episode to the end. I was like, damn straight. I'm a genius. I'm a witch. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Burn me at the stake, baby. I know the future. Burn me at the stick. I'm skinny. He gave him a D so he can give him that D in the woods later on. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. So you can make that joke. But I can't say that they're going to get R-worded in the woods because that's the same joke. It's the same joke. <laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> mm, no. No. There's no good time to segue into this, so I'm just going to pop it here. The calendar in the background has a picture of this super famous actor okay. uh, named Ed Begley Jr., and it's a really weird, uncomfortable, awkward smile photo. And his name is literally like written in cursive below it. Okay. And I saw it and I was like, I'm sorry. Is that the guy who played Anna Ferris's out of touch dad who dates a younger woman in What's Your Number? And is also the cameo actor alongside Joan Cusack in the final episode of The Office where they play Aaron's biological parents. Okay. And yes. It was. This guy is literally a legend. He's been acting since 1967. You probably know him as Stumpy from This Is Spinal Tap, Hiram from Six Feet Under, Robert from Pineapple Express, Uh Stan Sitwell and Arrested Development, and even had appearances in Sweet Life on Deck and Hannah Montana. Now we're talking. Both of which are Disney shows (laughs) and have nothing to do with Nickelodeon. And he's never been on a Nickelodeon show, so why is his face and name in the background? Uh uh, I, don't, I was going to say Natalie Natalie told me right uh, now, told me right now I'm going to flip I out. was going to say that maybe it's because he played Anna Ferris's out of touch dad who dates a younger woman and what's your number and the, and the people who made this show are pedophiles but then so they like idolize him but then you kept going about other things and I was like I don't know I don't know anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah um just want to put that in there uh Maybe he just has a maybe just has a big old crush on him. Maybe he just wants to give him a little smoochy, a little kissy kiss. I don't know. I believe it. Uh, the teacher's like, "All right, who's up next?" Everyone is shrugging themselves, trying uh-huh. to hide in their seats. So Freddie just yells, "Sam wants to go to get his revenge." The little teacher calls boy. her up, but before she goes to the front of class, she sneakily grabs an orange from her book bag. She begins her presentation. Behold, the humble orange. Me after I fake tan. She continues, commanding the stage, speaking like a full-blown politician. So many of our foods and beverages today are sold with needless packaging, which ends up right in our nation's trash cans. Well, I say to heck with packaging. If I'm thirsty, I could just do this. She thumb fucks the orange and squeezes the juice directly into her mouth. It's not over, but wait, now I'm hungry. Hmm, what should I? Then she rips apart the orange with her bare hands and shoves it in her mouth. You see, I just had a drink and a snack. And now I simply dispose of the biodegradable orange carcass. She throws the orange out of the window. Everyone in the class is silent, not sure what they just witnessed. The teacher begins a slow clap and yells, Bravo, Sam! Bravo! Honestly, improv queen. Literally. I wouldn't call this improv. I'd call this bullshitting, but 
Fair enough. I mean, are they not similar? So improv is kind of like an art form <laughs> where you have to learn to create a reality Actually. with the other people on the spot. <laughs> so yes, I believe they are different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, still. If you would like to refer to my thesis statement on page seven. <laughs> she's funny. That's it. Period. Period. <laughs> and she's good on her. She's good on her toes. And <gasps> I. Someone say she's good on her feet. Dan Schneider would say that. Um, Freddie Shrek's himself. No, Not after the release of her book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, jail. What are you gonna do? Uh, what am I gonna do? Uh, I can't change the past. I'm gonna kill Dan Schneider. <laughs> Freddie Shrek's himself. He does. No, he screams. She I just shoved myself. her thumb into an orange. The teacher protests. No, she jammed her thumb into the future and gives her an A. Oh, she'll definitely be jamming her thumb into something else later tonight. Alrighty. <laughs> Carla bursts in the room announcing her arrival with her electric scooter. And Carly is treated as most tardy kids are. The teacher says, Carly, you look terrible. <laughs> More body shame. And fat. <laughs> Have you gained weight? <laughs> Carly, you seem a bit rotund this evening. Is your skirt going to bust, Carly? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it busts all over me. Ah! All right, let's settle down. Let's settle down. Um, Let's be appropriate here on the podcast. Focus, focus. Uh, Carly goes on about her slow-ass scooter that shorts out in the rain and hurts her butt when she sits on it. And the teacher's like, Carly, the power needed to charge the scooter is way worse than public transportation emissions. Once again, he gives her a D now so she can receive the D later. Mm-hmm. Um, Carly screams out in fear and then the scooter bursts into flames. You think that would have happened when it was on, perhaps no. in the rain, but no, it happened now. No. Um, when it's not struggling to carry a uh-huh. hundred billion trillion pound girl. hundred pounds soaking wet. <laughs> yeah. Not when it's idle indoors. No. I, at first, I'm going to say the pause after he goes, I'm going to give you a D minus. Like, he waited. And then he followed it up with inviting her on the magical trip deep into the forest with him. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. They knew what they were writing when they said, I'm going to give you a D Minus. Also, do you want to come into the woods with me? Come. So I can come on you? Uh Uh-uh. That's a child. A child, Andy. A A child. child. (laughs) Um, Also, I'm tired of the shit bursting into flames on this fucking show. I'm tired of the joke. Uh, It's stupid. You have every right. You have every right to be tired. Thank you. Thank you for- You can go to bed if you like. Be done with it. Maybe I will. All right. Well, good night, guys. Um, this was a good podcast. Um, I'll finish it myself. Yeah. See you guys in two weeks. So, all right. Enjoy the rest of it. Um, so we're back at the Shea apartment. Just kidding. I'm back, and <laughs> we're back at the Shea apartment. Sam walks in and she sees the charred scooter in the living room and asks Carly if Spencer could possibly help her fix it, as if he wasn't the reason why it set on fire. Literally. And 
immediately the scooter falls apart. Carly says not to worry about it, and Sam is confused as to why Carly is so happy when she just got a D minus on her science project. Carly explains that Andy gave her the weekend to come up with a new project. Andrew. (laughs) And if she gets an A on this project, then she won't have to go into the deep woods with Andy and get that D minus turned into an A. (laughs) The D from Andy. Indeed. Indeed. Sam asks her what the genius new project is, and Carly says it's a completely environmentally safe pesticide. Sam is like, yeah, you lost me. I'm bored. But Carly tries to reel her back in by saying that this pesticide will kill all the bugs, but not hurt the environment. And Sam yells out, I just want a boyfriend. (laughs) And Carly's like, pay attention. (laughs) Okay, Sam, same. Yeah, like relatable. Yeah, but like, was this not like an unusual outburst from Sam who usually talks about wanting chicken or something and not like a man? Yes, I thought the same thing. My first thought was, okay, us on this podcast just randomly, I want a man. I was like, okay, uh, I feel like she should be yelling about food, but okay. Like, it would make more sense if she was like, ugh. I want a man that I could beat up whenever I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. I want a personal trainer. Or a man that could feed me food. A, yeah. A man that's a personal chef. And a personal trainer. Yeah. Nope. I mean, I guess she was like, I guess like a boyfriend is like just like a free version of that. I guess. But it was it was out of character for her. It was weird. Well, Carly sprays Spencer's tomato plant, his beloved tomato plant. His baby. His child out of literally birthed it with his seed. Yep. (laughs) Spencer seed. And she sprays it with her pesticide and explains that it will kill the bugs without causing any harm to the plant or the environment. But right as she finishes her sentence, the plant starts smoking. It's green week. It's got to (laughs) smoke. Blaze it. (laughs) Sam asks if that's supposed to happen. Spoiler alert. It's not. It's actually illegal to smoke. The fire alarm starts blaring, and the girls sprint to try to blow out the smoke. After the smoke clears, the plant is completely dead and wilted, and Carly calls herself a plant murderer, and that one day they're going to make a movie about her called The Plant Murderer. As they fucking should. As they should. As a plant mom. Yes. It is heartbreaking when your plants die. Yes. You literally put your heart and soul into them. And like we were saying before, he has clearly had that plant for months now. Like, it's not like it's brand new and it just didn't. Yeah. It died before it ever, like, bloomed or, or produced any harvest. Like, no, it's literally, it's producing fruits. And he never even got to taste the fruit. No. Not a little nibble. And that is like one of the most magical things. Yeah. Eating something that you grew yourself. It's the best. It's magical. And she killed it. She killed it. She should be charged. It's already shitty when you kill your own plant. Yeah. But like the fact that somebody else killed it makes it anger even worse. Fury. Even worse. Because he did everything that he needed to do. And then this little fucking bitch. This fat cunt. <laughs> Came out of nowhere, decided that she was going to test her little fucking science experiment 
on his stuff. It's not even an experiment. It's just a fucking thing that she fucked up. Why would you not test it on something so, like a like a weed outside or something like that first? Also, it like d- does she think that she like th- this is a billion like food is a billion dollar industry and she yeah. thinks that she that she and her lonesome not even a biology major just a girl she just with figured a it web out cast just cracked the code to the to the fucking what people have been trying to figure out for yeah also it it does exist it's called mosquito bits it kills larvae. And it's edible and non-toxic yeah. and fine for the environment. It already exists, Carly. What the fuck are you doing? Killing tomato plants. Being a plant murderer. That is what she's doing. That is what she's doing. Jail, Carly Shay. Jail. Carly Shay. Go to jail. <laughs> well, Spencer. Poor Spencer. He walks into the apartment with a sexy mystery man. Hello, hello. Hey. He introduces this sexy man to the girls as Cal. Ifornia, you later. <laughs> you list. <laughs> what is it short for? We'll never know. We'll never know. Cal here, though, he just moved into their building. Sam pulls a gib and immediately goes on the prowl. She smells that coochie. <laughs> she takes her shirt off. Just, she's like, hey. Hi, I'm Cal. <laughs> oh, you think I'm different? You're lost, Cal. <laughs> you think I'm a minor? Whatever. Whatever. So, Cal, you uh got a teenage brother? Maybe uh maybe one a little better looking than you. Getting called ugly by a child. Burn! That's ice cold. That is ice ice cold. Ooh! I'd end my shit right then and there. Uh! If a little boy came up to me and said, "You got a younger sister?" One that's better looking than you, I would, I, I would, would walk I away. I would murder him, and it would be a crime of passion, and I would only get three <laughs> years probation. And even that little boy's parents would understand. Yeah, because that was mean. What he just said to me, it was very mean. It, it was uncalled for, honestly. Um, very uncalled for. Well, Mr. Sexy Cal is played by Jake Siegel. Okay, in this moment, this is what I thought. This is on my first watch. His acting was so off to me. And weird that I thought uh-huh. he was like it was like a cameo performance, <laughs> and that like you know he was something from somewhere like you know David Archuleta like some he was he was <laughs> David Archuleta he, just a cameo he's yeah he is no he was never on American Idol he hasn't done any <laughs> other thing just a random iCarly cameo <laughs> appearance well no like th- that's what a cameo is like a famous person I just know. in it you know but like I thought that he was that he was like something like that. Um, but then the biggest thing that he's been in are just like the American Pie spinoff movies, not even the main movies, just yeah, the spinoff the ones. One. So I don't, but I will say his acting improves. It's just this intro scene. I was like, who is this? And why was yeah, he cast? It was definitely, it was rough. It, he was cast because he was sexy. Um, I mean, that's about it. You're not and wrong, And it gets you lady. places. Yeah. <laughs> well, as Miss Lispy Shards herself so kindly stated, <laughs> He played Coos in American Pie, The Naked Mild, well, The Naked Mile, and American Pie Beta House, which are the spinoffs of the original American Pie movie. Beta House, not even Alpha House. Oh, <laughs> beta male. Cock shit. <laughs> Andrew but, Tate disapproves. Disapproves. But more importantly, he was in a TV series called The Max Decker Sausage Company, where he played Clitoris. I read that as clitorious. (laughs) (laughs) 
when she doesn't know the clitoris. <laughs> like, like, what do you call it when, like, you hit the clitoris feeling clitorious? <laughs> the clitorial stimulation. <laughs> Why did I think it was clitorious? <laughs> Well, unfortunately, he does not have a brother for Sam. Spencer quickly changes the topic, saying that they met in the laundry room. And as we've stated before, do not trust motherfuckers in the laundry room. Do not trust them. Even sketchier, Cal let Spencer borrow his stain stick. Mm -hmm. Cal asked for his stick back. And Spencer pulls a stick out of his back pocket and hands it to Cal. Cal takes one look at it and says that it is, in fact, not his stain stick, but rather Spencer's literal penis. (laughs) Just kidding. It's a meat stick, a.k.a. Spencer's penis. Cocks out the laundry room. (laughs) They're literally fucking in the laundry room. Fucking. Spencer Spencer looks at the pepperoni stick, clutches his belly, and goes, "Oh God, I'm in trouble." Because that means that he ate the stain stick, and I like I I I died. I literally died. I mean, he's gonna die too. So <laughs> we're both in heaven together. You can uh, stay on Earth alone. Damn it! Yeah. It'll be my time soon. I'll meet you guys up there. <laughs> literally, literally, meat stick is penis. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they were sucking and fucking in the laundry unit. Absolutely. Um, Carly is like, listen, guys, uh, this whole you fucking cow thing, this is cool and all, but like, I have a project. I never signed up for a gay brother. <laughs> I signed up for a thought daughter. <laughs> when Carly had the option of gay brother or thought sister, she said thought sister. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Fuck the gay brother. Oh, the gay brother has been fucked. Oh, yeah, in the laundry room. She's like, guys, I have a project to attend to. Otherwise, I am going to get literally R-worded in the woods by my science teacher. Um, But Spencer stops her. Cal here is going to help her with her project. Why, you may ask? Oh, because he just so happens to be a quantum physics major from MIT. Carly is so impressed. In Niagara Falls, honestly. (laughs) But Sam is like, whatever. Sam literally is like, there's only one MIT kid in my heart, and that's Fred, the dean himself. Also, I think it's important to note that he says he used to be an an MIT quantum physics student. Yes. Not that he is. And in my head, I was like, so you didn't graduate? Yeah. I was just like, what do you mean used to be? Did you change your major? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Cal's like, what if we built a power generator that emitted zero pollution? And I was like, what random dude is willing to help random people (laughs) on a random project and claim to create something that scientists have been trying to figure out for For eons? (laughs) Like, what? Like, are you really going to believe a man that's like, Hey, what if we solved world hunger right now in your apartment? Like, what? Yeah, for your high school science class. (laughs) 
It's so sketchy. It's so sketchy. We're like, going to change the world. <laughs> Me and three 13-year-olds <laughs> and the older brother that I Who fucked. I fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, it's not like this is one of Spencer's good friends that he's known no. for a long time. Even then, it would be a little bit weird, but I would understand that more because it's Spencer's friend, you know? And it's they not know Carly. Scientifico. It's not Experimento. <laughs> Laboro. <laughs> no, it's it's just some guy that he just fucked in the laundry room. He literally met him on Grinder. It was literally. less than a mile away, and he was, was like, like, "Yeah, Yo, you're I three will feet fuck away. you." Are you also drying you, your clothes? Are you gay? Is that you? Are you bad? You want to touch stain sticks? <laughs> pepperoni to stain stick action do you want to stain my pepperoni (laughs) do you want to stain this stick (laughs) disgusting well um it's like they literally just met like why would you trust a random man that you just met to come into your apartment no introduce him to your 15 year old sister no and then tell them to work together on a project presumably alone for some period of time Mm-mm. in what world and also why would he be so willing like even if you did offer that right in the crazy scenario the fact that he would be so willing to do that is another huge red flag because what do you not have anything going on this weekend no literally they could have met the actual like science conservator for the un and that man would be like i'm so sorry i don't care yeah, about your little it's child literally project. a green just go on the fucking trip. That's not my or problem. Perhaps like Google something. Like I'm not yeah. who are you? Yeah, just Google science experiments. It's not that hard. The internet exists in the iCarly verse. I'm an adult with a job. I have shit to do. It's sketchy. Spencer is so excited to show Cal his dick. I mean <laughs> his tomato plant. But Carly's like, no. You 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 don't want to do that. You don't, you don't want to show that to him. Spencer's like, why, why, why not? And then looks over Mm-mm. his plant, his precious tomato plant, his baby, the love of his life. It's dead. The police arrive. They cuff Carly. <laughs> Sam looks at her and says, I always thought it'd be me. Spencer says, how could you? To my tomato plant, you beast, you villain. Carly cries. <laughs> it was an Hitler. accident. I swear I didn't mean to. Tell it to the judge, kid. The cop sneers <laughs> as he drags her, her down Lock to the squad up. car. Lock Carly calls back. Spencer, it was an accident. You have we to believe me. Spencer we looks at the girl he used to consider his baby sister. Mm-hmm. Now he doesn't know what to call her. And that's how I Carly ends. This is the final episode. It, it was yeah. like really intense. If you ask me, really I didn't intense. expect her to go to jail for yeah. murder. I, and then they make a movie out of her in, yeah. the, in the sequel. Uh, yeah. The reboot is actually the movie, the plant yeah. murderer about yeah. her. Yeah. It's like a true um, crime-esque thing. Yeah. Spencer, he ends it. He runs to his beloved tomato plant his dead child and yells you're a plant murderer and he's not wrong and then he calls the police yeah he's not wrong he is not wrong it is very fucked up we are at the iCarly studio where California callus calisthenics 
califragilisticexpialidocious. That is definitely the word, Josius. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't stutter or anything. <laughs> or just say completely different sounds. Cal is helping Carl build a flux capacitor, and Spencer uh-huh. goes, "Hey, in solitaire, what goes on a black queen?" I hate to stretch. I hate to be the problematic police. You know what goes in a black queen, Spencer? Maybe you. <laughs> Literally, I think they just wanted to say black queen because oh yeah, that is the only combination that connotes like a, a a real race. Yes, and a real gender. Yes, like it could have like the the. Any other card no, queen it, it had to be black queen. It yeah. had to be black queen. Yeah. Like red queen, different. Black different. ten, different. Even black jack, black black king still, you know, same thing kind of. But like literally what goes on a black queen? Black joker. Jokers aren't in solitaire. Are you dumb? I know, but are you stupid? I'm an idiot. You fucking idiot. I, I I love solitaire actually. But also, why is this dumbass boy playing solitaire? Sauvetaire. Sauvetaire. Why is he playing Sauvetaire? Why is he playing Sauvetaire? Sauvetaire. Why is he playing Solitaire? Why? He has no brain cells. I I mean, I, as a girl who loves Solitaire, I have played by myself with cards. However, um, this man, literally the internet exists. Thank you. The internet does exist. The internet exists. He could easily watch some splash face videos. He could easily, easily watch anything on the TV. He has a laptop. He could do whatever he wants. Like, why Why is he playing solitaire? Also, it, solitaire is so self-explanatory. There's no way you need to know what goes on what. If he's gotten to the point where he knows how to set up the, the solitaire yes. and get to that point, how does he not know the rules? It's it's one rule. It's quite literally one rule. Yeah. It's in order. Alternate it's because they colors. wanted to say black queen. Yeah, exactly. What goes on her? What goes on her? I don't know. Maybe some respect on her name. Yeah. I am an activist. <laughs> an activist for so many An activist right here. Red scare who? That's not literally. Us. We're, we're I'm, activists. Like, I'm actually a commie who <laughs> believes in equal justice for all. You'll watch in like fast forward two years. We're on Joe Rogan, just like eh, fuck our morals. Ah. Elon Musk is actually kind of a god. <laughs> he kind of like makes some point sometimes, you know. You would do it too for a check. Yeah, like when his self driving cars like kill people, like that's actually like, it's like inventive so because it's like solving the population crisis, right? And like, what a good thing for him to think of that, you know? Yeah. Like, more people should think about ways to, like, kill, like, lesser humans so they don't, like, procreate. Yeah. I don't mean that in, like, a eugenics way. I mean it in, like, a woke way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, Cal, Ifornia, IA, Afrixis Expialidocious, mm-hmm. is calling out the instruments he needs to create this thingamajig. And Carly, his dutiful assistant hands them to him he calls out french fry and she hand feeds him a fry mm. which makes him groan mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. and he goes uh ketchup uh-uh uh-uh no he grabs the ketchup and squirts some no from the bottle directly into his mouth from her punani into his mouth no don't say that <laughs> at this point it's a fetish Someone somewhere in the iCarly writer's room 
has a squirting ketchup in the mouth fetish because why on earth is this the second time we're seeing it? Second time. Why? 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 Why would you? Why? Twice? Why? Twice. Why? Twice. I I don't know. Por qué dos? Okay, Freddie. Por qua du? (laughs) Du. Por por qua du? I don't know. It's it's. I did take a semester of German, and I can't remember how to say why. It's uh, you know the feeding, the groaning, the squirting. Everything was inappropriate. All of it, and it just got worse. Like hand, fe- that's erotic. Hand feeding him a fry. Well, while Spencer's sitting she right there, squirts something in his mouth. Yeah. While Sp- while Spencer is sitting right there playing with his black queen, it's just it is it, it is crazy you're just gonna let your your sister be groomed by this man by this man i mean he thinks she's fat so he's he could give a fuck about her <laughs> he said he's i like, got my, my dick up i don't sister. give a fuck <laughs> they're they're the they're, eastler siblings and yeah. real siblings yeah that's gotta be like a double whammy somehow spencer complains about solitaire while cal instructs carly how to prepare the device for its main fuel supply he opens up a metal briefcase with Russian writing on the front. Trigger warning. Grabs a glowing blue cylinder. Cylinder. <laughs> grabs a glowing blue cylinder with some tongs and inserts it into the generator. Mm. Okay, Stranger Things took notes. They were like, how do we take this like Russian <laughs> power source glowing system? <laughs> yeah, literally. Literally. Writing this down, right? The Cold War. We're writing it down. Whoa, crazy, crazy. Carly's like, ooh, what's that? And he vaguely repeats the main fuel supply. <laughs> what's it made out of? Uh, let's just say it comes from nature. Ooh, perfect for Green Week. Yup. He puts it in the device. What devious plot is this man obviously conducting? This is uh, literally so scary. Yes. He seems like a literal terrorist or something. Literally. I was like, what's happening on this Nickelodeon show? Like, I'm afraid. I, I was genuinely terrified. Terrified. And Spencer is just sitting right there. And he like he's just letting this happen. Like he just invited this random man into their home to have his sister be groomed and then to harbor a, a terrorist in his home. Literally. It was so like I was like, Carly, read the room. Read the vibes. Like he's being so suspect. She's just uh, she's just a little girl. She she has no idea. She's a dumb little girl. She doesn't know anything. Doesn't know a thing. Terrifying. The generator is up and running. Carly's like, how much can we power with this thing? Cal goes, uh, I'd say the whole west side of Seattle. Carly's like, wow, why doesn't everyone have one of these things? Cal gets very, very serious very. and goes, because some people are afraid of progress. Not the uh, beginning of a Marvel villain speech at the end of a movie. What? Because some people are afraid of progress. He's in his Joker era. He's the Joker sitting on the couch. Some people are afraid not even of because progress. the Joker doesn't have a vision. He just wants chaos. Yeah, this is some fucking Thanos shit. Like progress, there can only be fifty percent. There's too many people. I need to kill one out of every two people, and I'm really not ever gonna explain why, but it's gonna happen. But it's gonna happen, and it's not you 
eugenics. It is. Or is it? It is. <laughs> yeah, this was this was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. I was unsettled. The fact that nobody catches on to it. I'm just like, oh. Like, somebody please read the room. There's a random man in your room in his villain era. About to give a villain speech from a Marvel movie. Some people are afraid of progress. Have none of you watched any Marvel movies? (sighs) To all of these red flags, Carly just goes, oh, okay. Dummy. Ah. Okay. She's actually Chad. Uh, okay. okay. You're a terrorist. Okay. Uh, okay. Need to blow up the city of Seattle. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they use it to power a fan. It works. Carly's like, Whoa. do you think this thing could power my web show? In a very weirdly sexual tone, Cal goes, oh, this thing's got enough power for that. Uh, winky face. Ah. He turns the power up. So high that so high, so high that the fan blows Spencer's entire solitaire entire solitaire game away and thrust the table in his face. Thrust. I mean TBT the last time he got thrown into a table, but also that's not how electricity works. TBT the last time he got something else thrust in his face. Yeah. Oh. 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 Lots of callbacks there. Mm-hmm. But this is not how electricity works. It doesn't. No. You can't just like increase the electricity and then the fan goes fast. He said, turn it up. <laughs> ah! Also, he literally said that it could power the whole west side of Seattle. So, yeah, Carly, unless your web show <laughs> takes up more electricity than the entire west side of Seattle, it can definitely power your web show. She's definitely responsible for like so much global warming so much web show is actually like the whole like east side of seattle that's their power grid every time she films like they go out she is the power grid yeah she single-handedly fucks up the power grid you know how people are like oh always move into an apartment um that's on the same grid as a hospital because that'll be the last like area to like lose power it's like oh always get an apartment close to the icarly show (laughs) that's the last place to run out of power they're the they're the ones that uh, buy all like the power generators, so that when like the actual power goes out, nobody can get any because they have all of them. I canceled. Carly, come on, Rude. come on, Miss Shay. I Carly, it's live and it starts in the most annoying way possible. I'm not Carly, and I'm not Sam. But this is absolutely I Carly. They introduce Spencer. Cal and Mr. Henning to the show. Already, there are some red flags happening here. Just First a few. of all, why, why, once again, is a teacher at the kiddos' humble abode? Uh, after why? hours. After why? school hours. Why? On a weekend, no less. Assumably late at night on a weekend. First of all, how inappropriate. Second of all, who the fuck? Why is he like, like this is work. Why is he working on a weekend? What uh, the fuck? Could he not just tune in? Yeah. Literally, Could he what's not the just tune in? Why does he have to be in bow, their home? Bow. Tuned in freestyle, Megan the Stallion. Anyway, <laughs> second of all, Cal is wearing sunglasses inside yes. at night, avoiding the camera, very obviously trying to not be seen. <laughs> Third of all, why is the Carly? Why is the Carly? Why the is the Carly house? in the teacher's house? 
Miss Briggs would love to know. Why is the teacher in Carly's house? I, I don't know. Why? Why? I hate it. I hate it here. Something I don't hate is that Spencer is wearing a penny tee. Something oh? I do hate is the phrase on the penny tee, which is butter me queasy. Yeah. That's a phrase. Butter makes me queasy if I eat too much of it, maybe. No, I don't like that. That's what I'll say about it. I don't know. I don't like it. Why is he queasy? The opposite of queasy is sleazy, which is Sam Puckett. After all of these <laughs> men are introduced, she looks at the camera and goes, he's single. <laughs> but the transition was so whack. Like, she could have been talking about any one of these gentlemen, even the teacher. It's like, what do you mean he's single? Maybe they're what? all single. They're He collective he parentheses collective are he parentheses plural yeah people who are against they them they're like well well if they them can be singular then he can be plural explain that liberals sam right now in this moment he plural is single (laughs) so they explain that this is a very important episode of iCarly because it's the first episode to be completely green they show off the magical generator and sam goes zoom in on it fredhead another baller fredism from miss puckett truly embarrassing that we have not come up with that one yet fredhead yeah i gotta write that one down fredhead he zooms into the orb as they explain that it's powering everything in the iCarly studio even the strobe lights. And then they go into random strobe lights <laughs> and trigger warning epilepsy. Yeah, they just, they don't give a fuck about people <laughs> with <laughs> blood phobias <laughs> passing out. They don't give a fuck about people with epilepsy. Epileptics. No, they said, fuck you, epilepsy. Just kids passed out on yeah. seizing on their living room floors and their parents some kid literally goes to the er and they're like why what happened and they're like oh well i was just watching iCarly and then they just randomly strobe lighted and i had a seizure and that's what dan schneider wanted that's the america dan schneider wants. that is the world he wants us to live in took the words out of my mouth well we find ourselves at the groove smooth a gotta celebrate and mr glimberger (laughs) why did i write that i don't know I couldn't remember his name, so I just wrote random things. I couldn't remember his name for the longest time, and I randomly put it in the middle at one point, and then I just deleted it. It's Mr. Henning. No, I'm going Mr. Glimberger, <laughs> whatever, whatever his name doing. is, is bringing around his smoothies to the cruise table and demands a toast. A toast! A toast! A toast to Carly Shay and the first project ever in my class to get an A+. Now, hold on. You're the science teacher. You should be explaining how electricity works and shit. They are children. They don't know things unless you, the teacher, tell it to them. Uh Teachers who pride themselves on, on, like, never giving out A's are so fucking weird. Yes, we've been over this. Yeah, this isn't fucking Harvard. It's a public school in Seattle. It's literally, like, they're, like, freshmen. It's not even real. It's not even real. They're literally children. If kids are not doing well in your class, it's because you're not teaching them. That's a you problem. That's yeah. a you problem. It's because you're taking them into the forest and arboring them. They and don't want to be in your them. class. Instead of informing Carly that, like, charging a battery takes electricity and doesn't make it eco-friendly. Like, that's not on her. That's on you. Yeah, like, why didn't you give a class about 
appropriate experiments or about environmentalism. Yeah, why would you have them? Just raw dog a fucking project, project. with no prior knowledge about anything helpful. Or any guidance or anything. Yeah. Or any resources. Like, not even, like, an outline. Just, nope. hey, do this. Just literal raw dog. Carly toasts to Cal and thanks him for being so sexy and hot and for fucking my brother because he was really getting on my nerves. He needed to get laid. And then trying to fuck me. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. Threesome. Um, no, she thanks him for his help. In fucking her and her brother and... <laughs> also creating the project, but more importantly, fucking the whole family. Yeah. That's way more important. I just found it curious that she's literally admitting in front of her teacher that she actually didn't make this unbelievable contraption yeah. that scientists everywhere want and that it's her essentially plagiarizing Cal's work and trying to pass it off as her own. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good point. You know, first of all, why was the science teacher not more alarmed that Carly came up with this in the mm -hmm. first place? Like why is he giving her an A plus and not being like are you some super genius? Because last, yeah, literally not even last week, like a few days ago, you were having an electric scooter that didn't that even scoot, didn't even scoot, and blew up. Uh, yeah. But now all of a sudden you created a power generator that is environmentally friendly. That like literally everyone is trying to make. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. He doesn't ask any questions. Not a single question. He does not care at all. Doesn't make any sense. And then also great point because I didn't even think about it where she's like, yeah, thanks, Cal. Like you helped me so much. Like that's not allowed. It's your science project. You're not supposed to get help. It's not even a student. It's a random man. Yes. It's a random man. It's a random man. Like, that is definitely not allowed. Definitely not allowed. Sam's like, yeah, and now you don't have to go to that lame-ass, dumb-ass, middle-of-fucking-nowhere pedophile <laughs> retreat. And the teacher man looks up and is, like, legit so offended and sad. And it legit, it made me feel sad for him, too. Oh, it made you feel sad that he can't diddle little kids in the woods? Listen. First, first you hate safety, and now you... Now you advocate for teachers taking special students deep into a magical forest with them on a special trip. He just wants to teach them about roots and berries. No, he wants to teach them about roots, a.k.a. his dick and berries, a.k.a. his balls. That's Stop. what he wants to that teach them about. That makes too much sense, Dan Schneider, explain. <laughs> Dan Schneider, right now, explain. Sam covers for herself because <laughs> even she has feelings, unlike you. <laughs> And she goes, that all the kids think is so fun and cool and fun and great. <laughs> Carly adds, and they don't say that sarcastically. Mm -mm. Literally, go to hell, Carly. Thank Shut God up. teacher man didn't catch the chasm of her sar in her tone because he looks content and happy and sips his smoothie. Just minding his business. That was mean. Spencer's like, man, when I was at Ridgeway, we had a science <laughs> teacher who was such a loser. I mean, like a freaky weirdo, and he smelled like uh -huh. rotting wood. Uh huh. Mr. Flemingway. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just, I was just making shit up. Mr. Flemingway is like, Spencer, that was me. And he's like, what? Oh. Oh, and it clicks. And it clicks. This, this also broke my heart. I don't know why I'm sympathizing with this evil old man, but it's so sad. He's yeah. being bullied. I, I, you know what? If he didn't, 
you know, sexually assault kids. And let's say hypothetically forest. he was not a pedophile. Yeah, hypothetically if he wasn't a pedophile, I would feel very bad because he's just a science teacher, and I have a little special spot in my heart for science teachers because they just want to teach science and they're so innovative and they just want to learn. And all right, you lost me. I don't give. I hate science teachers. They're the fucking. Anyway, ones. well, I mean teachers in general, but specifically science teachers. They're just they just love to like learn and and teach kids and they want them to be excited about science and the world whatever i'm going on a tangent anyway no i just feel bad science teachers are so mean (laughs) they're like "Eh, you're wrong wrong anyway i feel bad because like he's just a little guy you know like he just wants them to be like excited for things and then spencer's like you fucking weirdo you fucking hippie you fucking want us to do some green week shit you smell like rotting wood you're shitting in the fucking woods (laughs) fucking loser use a toilet like the rest of us yeah it was it was sad i i felt bad also uh cal looking pretty sexy in the sheen i was like (laughs) hello sir hello sir Hi. Hello. Hi. Do you want to give me like an electrical charge that's uh, environmental? Do you want to charge me? Yeah, I was trying to find somewhere to go with that, but it didn't really work. No. <laughs> I was just rambling there. Um, <laughs> but hello, sir, is what I want to say. Yeah, he's coming to Paris, that's for sure. Oh, he been. Yes. I I know we didn't say it, but like, oh yeah, he's it, been there. We we were too busy being in Paris applied. to say it. Yeah. yeah, our berries had been rooted so much <laughs> that we just forgot to mention it. Yeah, it happened. Some cops in the corner are like, check out that sexy guy in the blue shirt <laughs> who took those ladies to Paris. Ooh, they're like that guy has a sweet haircut. Mm. Where does a fellow get a haircut like that? Not my barber. Come on. The cops swarm the table to find out who Cal's barber is. And Cal's like, nope, and tries to disappear into a seat. But Spencer's like, I've been thinking the same thing. Where do you get your hair cut? As Cal is bullshitting an answer, the cops realize he's on the FBI's most wanted list. Uh huh. Cal's like, what? Who? Me? Me? Huh? Lou, me? Sexy man? I've been in Paris this whole time. What do you, what do you I'm, mean? I'm not even in Seattle. You're not even looking what? at me. And oh. then sprints through the glass door. Let me, let me, let me explain. Sprints through the glass of the door because right. it's shut and he runs through it and shatters yes. it everywhere. Spencer's like, whoa, what is he wanted for? The cop is like, that guy buys and sells uranium rods on the black market, which is extremely <laughs> illegal. You guys know anything about that? The crew's like looking around to like not look suspicious. They're like, no, no, we don't. We've never oh, participated. No. Mm-hmm. no, we didn't just cast a web show where we were complicit in yeah, that action. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Carly sips her smoothie uncomfortably. Mr. Hemingway goes, you built an illegal nuclear power generator? He takes her A away and makes her get the D in the forest. All right. I'm about to do my little end of the episode rant. Go for it. First of all, the idea that some random beat cops know about the FBI's most wanted list and are aware of anything that goes on in the black market? No. Wrong. No. 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 They're out pulling people over on the highway and killing civilians. And also, they were literally going up to ask him about his haircut. 
So if they were so aware of the FBI's most wanted list, they would have recognized him earlier. Yeah. Like, what? It makes no sense. Second of all, the teacher never asked how this thing was powered. I know we touched on this earlier, but I want to say it again. His high school student just single-handedly solved the climate crisis. Yes. Made clean energy out of nowhere. Yeah. Something scientists have been trying to do for decades, and he was just like... Wow, Carly, great job. This is not suspicious at all. Good for you. You know what? He should have let her keep the A because that's his fault for not asking any questions. It's too late. He already gave her the A. Yeah, it was always uranium. Always. It was always uranium. He had to have known. There's no way he didn't have some kind of an inkling that it was something. She did something the geniuses of the world have been struggling to do and he's just like, right. Oh, I, I wonder how that that not very bright 13-year-old executed that. Like, what? On her own, in a matter of days. It didn't make sense to me why this guy who has been selling and buying uh, illegal uranium. You is for uranium bomb. Decided to build a uranium generator while he's on the FBI's most wanted list. Yep. For a child, um, yep. and then agree to allow said child put it on the web show. Yep. And then go on the web show. Exactly. And if he's buying and selling it, that's for a profit. Yeah. Not for like a revolution that he wants to, like, you know, people are afraid to change it. It's like he's making a profit off of it. That was, those things are probably very expensive. Why would he just give one away for free? That. Uh- And you know what would make more sense besides the cops just, like, randomly seeing him? If the cops shut down the iCarly webcast. Because clearly cops watch the iCarly webcast. Yes. So why didn't they just, like, SWAT raid her and be like, oh, my God, this guy is on the FBI's most wanted list. We need to shut the shit down immediately. That's exactly what I was thinking. That would have made way more sense. Well, we are in a tent in the middle of the woods. Ew. It is pouring rain. Five kids plus Mr. Andy Hill Newman, are crammed in a little tent in the darkness. Hello, darkness, my old my friend. friend. Carly offers Freddie a room. I sit in the tent again. <laughs> I think my teacher's going to touch me. We can edit there. We don't need to know what happens next. Uh, we all know what happens next. Um, it doesn't need to be verbalized. Carly offers Fred a root. He, in return offers Carly some berries. Ha <laughs> Get it? Because it's the root and berries trip. Ha ha. Gibby runs into the tent, shirtless, obviously, wet, obviously, holding a shovel and screams, man, when will it stop raining? Andy's like, you know what? The pan flute will lift your spirits. And he just starts tooting <laughs> on his little tune away i'm gonna say it where are they all sleeping where are they all sleeping we saw in the zoom out that there is only one small tent uh-huh. and they're all in it right now and they're barely all fitting uh-huh. sitting crisscross applesauce so how uh-huh. the fuck are they all gonna fit sleeping down when they can't even fit sitting up where are they sleeping there isn't another tent cersei listen listen i've already said multiple times what happens on this trip I don't want to believe it. I've said it. You know the answer. I thought that was an I rewatched iCarly bit, not like an iCarly truth moment. You know the answer to where they're sleeping. You know 
I know. I don't we want all to know. I don't want to forget. I want to forget. I want there to be a bigger tent. There's no bigger tent. There might be a bigger tent in somebody's oh, but I'm, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I'm going to jail. I'm getting arrested. That's how we end the episode, guys, is literally fades to black. Call 911. <laughs> yeah. Hear the sirens. The first scene in the next episode is literally them all fall- filing police reports. Oh, my God. Just like the trauma. Like, <laughs> yeah. They all go to therapy. They're bonded more than ever. <laughs> like, just dealing with PTSD. That's the episode. That's the episode. Uh, we're at the post credit scene. I have PTSD from this fucking post credit scene because we've seen it a million fucking times. It's Carly uh, and Sam. They're role playing. Uh, you know, kinky. Yep. They're playing the teenage girl who's upset and the friend who's helping, and they're yelling at us to go to iCarly.com. <sighs> I know. <sighs> In more exciting news, the <laughs> poor bob of the walk Whoa. is Savannah Haggett. Ooh. I'm so sorry about your Please. last name. Um, but I do want to say thank you. Hag alert. Major, Major Hag alert. <laughs> alert. No. Um, Haggett alert. Major, Major Haggett, Haggett alert. Because <laughs> I feel like Hag is very like derogatory. Yes. I'm going to say the whole thing. We can't insult our pod babe. I literally just said, I'm so sorry about your last name. That's already an insult. That's like yeah. the meanest thing I could say to this girl. That's true. I hope she has a sense of humor, babes. I'm just, I'm laughing. I'm having a giggle. Oh, 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 oh. It's all jokes. It's all goofs and gaffs here. I mean, come on. You, li- you, you listen to me say this shit every day. Every day. Every you listen day. to the podcast every day. 24-7. <laughs> Never stops. Episode. 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 Another, Another episode. episode. No Another sleep. episode. Replay. <laughs> Paris, another <laughs> flight. <laughs> Pedophilic nonsense. Inappropriate jokes. Foot stuff. <laughs> uh, I do want to say thank you, Savannah, for wishing me happy birthday. Call me a co-queen. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Uh, cute. And offered us two tickets to a Cuttlefish concert in exchange for merch, which merch is coming. It's I can com- say it oh, with confidence. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's squirting. Oh, the merch, merch is squirting. Yeah. But thank you so much for listening to us and supporting us. And we being love a great, you. great listener. We love you. the best, you. Savannah. Thanks. Mwah. Mwah. Little kissy kiss for the pod, baby. And your last name's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's just a joke. We love you. It's we love your name. Ha-ha. Savannah Haggett. That's an iconic it's ass like name. A queen name. Absolutely slayed. Sav Hag. <laughs> That's who you could go. Sav Hag. <laughs> Change your instant name right now to Sav Hag. <laughs> That's what I would do if I were you. <laughs> Sav Hag. That's her Finsta, actually, is just Sav Hag. <laughs> Hag Sav. Hag Sav. The Haggith of Sav. <laughs> well, in two weeks, we are Ooh. going to be rewatching I Date a Bad Boy. Ooh. Can't wait. I know from memory that I think that the bad boy is really hot, but I can't remember who he is or like who plays him. I don't remember, but I have a feeling I agree. You know what? I think I'm thinking of that guy that looks like Adam Brody that was on Hannah Montana and played a bad boy, but it wasn't Adam Brody. It was another guy that just looked like him. I don't know. I guess we'll find out next week. I guess we will all find out next week. So stay tuned to figure out who it is. We hope that you rewatch it with us. Thanks for listening. 
See you in two weeks. Bye. That one's for all the headphone listeners. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who the fuck is listening to this out loud, fucking freak? But I'm sorry, don't, no one needs to hear this. This is between me and you. This is a private conversation. This is intimate. I don't need this out loud. This is not to be shared. You know who does need it out loud? The guy that Snapchatted Natalie after they hooked up <laughs> once, haven't spoken in months, and then he Snapchatted her a video of him playing the podcast. That's who I wanted to make the pod for, for all of his homies. <laughs> Just it was just a bunch of white dudes with their shirts off late at night, like listening to the podcast, not a smile in sight. Just like it blaring on the TV. <laughs> That'll be next smoking. week's pod bay. That's who I forgot to make. That's who I wanted to make the pod babe. How could I forget? That was insane. That I is the, the funniest thing that's ever happened. We gotta post that. That's so good. I know. I I have to. The best part. I responded all caps. Ha ha ha! Like I screen record. I replayed it to screen record it. He opened it. Never answered. So I have no context. I have no idea. <laughs> Why are men so weird? <laughs> like I I he never gave me anything. Like. I need to know, but I don't want to because it makes it funnier. I bet he's going to listen to this episode and be like, I wonder if they mention it. I wonder if they mention it. And it's like, we're not going to mention gonna it like, until no. the end. <laughs> we're edging him. <laughs> he's got to try harder. Show it to more friends. Yeah. Keep growing. Next time I want to see 14 shirtless boys. <laughs> <laughs> just like it, it was so humbling to just like not a smile was in that room. They were analyzing it. The bet they it was an hour in. It was an hour in. Like, I want to know, did they listen to the entire hour together? Was he already listening to it and then he threw it on at one in the morning? Like, I feel like it must have been like they were at his place and they were like, oh, like like put on some music and then so we put his Spotify on the TV and then someone was like, wait, what the fuck is Iberwatch at Color? Which means the guy that you hooked up with and never spoke has to again to it. has been listening to it. Yeah. And it was like a recent ass episode too. It was the most recent episode. So it was like, it was like they were like, wait, what is that? And then yeah. I bet he was halfway through it and he put it on and everyone was just like, or or they sat through the entire hour, and after an hour in, he was like, I should film this. This is funny. The possibilities are endless, and we'll never know the truth. Endless. And I'll never know. That's the craziest part. I will never know. You know what? People who don't listen all the way to the end, do they know they're missing out on, like, all so much juicy stuff? All the juice. After the bye, there's more. It's like a Marvel post credit scene. <laughs> you gotta wait for the oh, end. Oh, you thought that was it? You, you thought, thought it was over? Stop speaking when we said the episode was over? You thought wrong. You thought bitch. wrong. <laughs> All right, now it really is over. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> if you love I Rewatch iCarly, go ahead and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app or rate us on Spotify. And if you want a chance to be Pod Babe of the Week, be sure to check out our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook page at iRewatchiCarly for more content. And head over to our YouTube channel for extended uncut videos of each episode. You can also find Cersei at cersei.mp3 on Instagram. And you can find Natalie at Natalie R. Collins on Instagram.
Instagram, where the rest of our social media is linked in our bios. Disclaimer, I Rewatch iCarly is not affiliated with iCarly or Nickelodeon in any way, shape, or form. We shall not be held responsible and or liable for anything we say. Anyone listening to our podcast agrees to not hold us liable for what we say or display. We are merely a third-party conglomeration of stories and theories about or pertaining to iCarly, its cast, and creators. Said theories or stories may or may not use real names, always in semi-real and slash or mostly or substantially fictitious ways. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only, and if you choose to take anything we say 100% seriously, you are an idiot. But we are also idiots. You don't mean anything we say. Long story short, free speech, fair use. You can't sue us because we're making it up. Good day.